Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya Chelikshemi, Hilchas Malamdim, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Beis. We just completed Lag Boimer yesterday. Baruch Hashem, it seems that everything went quite well with the thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that went to Miron for Lag Boimer. And uh, we hope and pray that all the Tfilois and all the Torah and all these celebrations should be a, a nachas ruach to Hashem, to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal, to all the tzaddikim, and should accomplish all the Yeshuas that Klal Yisrael needs. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas, Shol, V'Rav Moshe Halevi, and Chai Rezel Bas, Rav Altaf Ephraim Fischel, the 19th of year today. And we also dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Bas Yekela Bas Amalia Malka, Tzvi Shalem Ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soralea Bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Chana Bas Sora, Michal Esther Bas Ruvia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shleimanisim Ben Mazel, Chaim Aryeh Ben Brocha, Chaim Ben Rachel, Toiva Bas Chava Perel, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Soro Bas Hadassah, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalei Bas Sipoira, Tuvietzvi Ben Chaya Aliza, Avi Veilona Bas Yispendel, Soroch Bas Yispendel, Yehudes Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Betzal Yechiel Michal Ben Chia Chava, Gila Bas Brocha, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Leia, Yisrael ben Chanalea, Ayelet Shoshana bas Chanalea, Oyana Golda bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Avram David ben Chana, Sorigitl bas Chanariva, Miriam Esther bas Sorigitl, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Rochelea bas Malkido, Besuch Sharchel Yisrael. We mentioned that this halacha is based on chapter 54 in Likud Imran. Rav Zal continues now, V'yalkein, af al pi sheze hachiyuv mutol al kol echod mi Yisrael, lelamei toira letalmidim. And therefore, although every single Jew is obligated to teach Torah to students, afilu enam bonov, even if they're not the person's own children, kemoisham rabbi senuzal, as it says in the Sifri and Parshas Vezchanan, v'kemavur sham b'shulchan aruch, and as it says in shulchan aruch in the laws of Talmud Torah, afal pikein, still, al oviv mutol hachiyuv b'yoyser, there's a much more serious obligation on a father to teach lohidiya ha-toyro levnoi v'levnei to teach Torah to his son and grandson. Kamashikosov, as it says clearly in a Pasuk, You will inform your sons and your grandsons. <clears throat> because the father has a major obligation to help clarify and purify the, the intellect of his son to take his son out of the, the, the control of the Koyach HaMedame, the Yetzirah, and to bring his son 
to a level of holy zikoran. The son should remember what his purpose in the world is, what his mission in the world is, which is to get to Olam Haba. And the way that a person is to zikoran digdusha is by suppressing and, and defeating the medame. Because this obligation of helping to refine the medame, to, to be able to bring, bring, bring clarity to a Jew's mind, to be able to know what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad, that obligation, by, and, and the more a person succeeds in that, the more that person will be to remember, to always remember and be conscious of their mission in life, in this world. <clears throat> that obligation is on a father regarding their children, more so than on anybody else. Everyone has a mitzvah to share Torah with other people, to teach Torah. But again, this, this obligation is strongest regarding a father to a son. And it's for this reason that the Torah is very, very serious in teaching us to sanctify ourselves and purify ourselves during the time that a husband and wife are together for the purpose of bringing children into the world. The reason for this holiness is in order to defeat the koyach hamedame, shehu taivas habehemius. We learned earlier that medame applies more to an animal than to a human being. <clears throat> human intellect, when it's really the way it's supposed to be, is called chachmo or bino or das. When a person's intellect is not on that level, when a person is not thinking like a human being, they're thinking like an animal, that's called medame. That the, these taivas habeemias, these animalistic desires. <clears throat> so a person is, a Jew is required to purify himself during this time of union between husband and wife. And thereby purify and clarify and refine the good ruach, the good spirit, from the negative spirit, from the depression. This is the terminology that Rabbi Nezal uses over there in chapter 54 in Likudim Ram. Because purity in this area of relations between man and woman, between husband and wife, is referred to as ruach. As Rabbeinazal writes about this in chapter 19 in Likud Yiman, based on a Pasuk in Yehoshua, where the Pasuk says there <coughs> that the men are so terrified, this was when Yehoshua was coming to conquer Eretz Yisrael, and Rochav, who was living in Eretz Yisrael, told them, you have nothing to be afraid of, because the people here are terrified <coughs> of you. And she said, The men no longer have ruach. They no longer have the spirit that's needed to produce children. And this term ruach, we know, is also associated with Yosef HaTzadik, 
who is the symbol of Tikkun Abris, Sheshomar Abris, Shenemar Olov, the Pasuk says about him, Paroi said about Yosef Hatzatik, Ish Asheruach Alekimboi. He is a person who has the divine spirit of Hashem in him. But note that term Ruach. Vialkain, Iker Biur Hamedame, Alide Yosef. And this is why the person who achieved the highest level of Biror Hamedame is Yosef HaTzadik, Shehu Bechina Shmira Sabris, who is the symbol of outstanding purity in Shmira Sabris. Sabris, Shehu Medame, Azai And when a Jew is Zoycheh, to uphold the bris, to, to conduct himself with purity in the relationship between husband and wife, and thereby subdue and defeat the animalistic desire, which is associated with medame, then that person is to this zikorin dikdusha, shehu bechinas ben zochor, which is associated with have, producing a male child. This remembrance is called zikorin, and a male child is called Zohar. Rabbein Zal over there on Likut Emran expounds on this. Ki oz zoichen lahamshech neshama mi sitro didchura. Because when a husband and wife conduct themselves with this purity, then they're zoichet to draw down into the world a soul that's coming from the female aspect. Shehu bechinas zikorain, which is associated with the ability to remember which is accomplished based on the degree that we refine the Medame and we defeat the negative the Yitzhah And this also explains why the Gemara says in Baba Basra, a person who wants to produce male children, should make sure to bring joy to his wife in, in the, regarding the mitzvah that they perform together to bring children into the world. Simcha, hi bechinas hachnoas hamedame, shehu bechinas atzvus ruach, kemavur b'maymarnal. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 54 in Likut Imran that simcha is what defeats the medame, the atzvus, because Simcha is associated with purity in the area of bris. We know the angel that's appointed to try to get a person to commit sins in Pigama bris is referred to as Lil, Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud Tov, Miloshin Yelola. Yelola means to wail, to, to be depressed, to be sad. And therefore the Gemara says, when there's simcha between the husband and wife, this will produce male children. Because by correcting the, the, what needs to be corrected in the medame, through this a person is digdusha, which is synonymous with ben zohar. question in the chat, can we clarify what we're supposed to do with the medame, to suppress it or to make a biur, to separate the good from the bad? 
The answer is both. Both. So the term suppression refers to suppressing all the negativity in Madonna. That's what we're looking to, sep- to suppress. In order to do that, you have to be able to realize that there is good and bad there. For example, in this paragraph where we're speaking about bringing children to the world, we're talking about the relationship between husband and wife. That's Kodesh Kadoshim. That's mitzvah number one in the Torah. That's the most important thing in the world in a certain level. And therefore, the Sitra Achra is very powerful there also. So you have this Toivara there, and a person has to recognize that and to try to, to try to expand the toiv by purifying oneself, by thinking proper thoughts, by making sure that the relationship between the husband and wife is simcha and that there's only genuine ava between them. And through this, and, and overcoming the animal, the animalistic desire that that's, could be associated with it. That's all this birur hamedame. That's birur hamedame, and that's being machmia, the negative of the medame. Any other questions? V'alkein iker zman hazivuk hubalayla achar chatzoyis, and therefore the Zohar Kodesh tells us that the best time for a husband and wife to be together <coughs> is during the night. After midnight, Kibalayla Oz Huzman Pigdoinois because nighttime is a time <coughs> when we give over our Ruach Kaviochel Tashem. When a person goes to sleep, the last words off a person's lips before the person sleeps are supposed to be this Pasuk Biyodcha Afkid Ruchi Podisa Oisi Elikim Kelemes. Hashem, I'm giving over my ruach, my soul. I'm giving over my soul to you. I'm going to sleep now. <clears throat> my brain is shutting down. My soul is leaving. I'm giving over my ruach to Hashem. Therefore, that's also a special time of, of purifying and refining the ruach toiva from the ruach ro. The positive from the negative. Shehu bechinas zivuk divdusha. And we just learned that that's also the concept of a husband and wife being together, recognizing that there's a toiv and ra there, <coughs> and, and purifying the toiv, selecting the toiv from the ra. Vuhoiker hu achar And therefore, the best time, the holiest time for this is after midnight. The Gemara tells us that at midnight a north wind blows and it would blow through the strings of the harp of Dovra Melech and it would play a song and it would, it would wake him up. And Rabbein Zal shows there in Likut Yamran that this holy song is an example of being Machmiya the Medama because we learned in the previous year that a song requires selecting notes, selecting, choosing the notes that belong, the musical notes that are part of the song, and rejecting the notes that need to be left out, which will mess up the song. 
Bechinas biur haruach toiva min haruach ra. This is this is an example of being machmia the medame, an example of selecting the ruach toiva from the ruach ra. Remember, many instruments are wind instruments. A person is blowing that ruach, but again, they're making sure that the ruach is going. They're controlling it with their fingers, with their hands, controlling the openings of the musical instrument, so that the ruach will go exactly where it's supposed to, and it won't go where it's not supposed to, and thereby separating the good ruach from the negative ruach, from the atzvus. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says in Tehillim, chapter 77, Ezkro neginosi baloilo, im levovi osicho ruchi. I'll remember my song at night. I, I will speak with my inner heart and I will search for my ruach, for that spirit, that holy spirit. Kimavur besoif hamaymarnal, as Rabbeinazal expounds on this pasuk, at the end of chapter 54 in Likudimran, Ayin Shom, take a look over there how Rabbeinazal shows how this pasuk is referring to the nighttime, chatzois, after chatzois, this bureau of the ruach. and therefore, Iker Hazivug Belel Shabbos. The holiest time for husband and wife to be together is on Friday night. Ki b'Shabbos nichna hamedame, because Shabbos is a special, important time when the medame is defeated. Ki hu nivra erev Shabbos bein hashmoshes, because as we mentioned in the previous year, the Gemara and the Medrash tell us that the klipos, the shedim, those ruches, were created on Erev Shabbos, on the sixth day of creation, Bein Hashmoshos, very close to Shabbos, when it was in between weekday and Shabbos. The Kodash of Hayoim, and then suddenly it became Shabbos. Ukedein yispordu kol And the Zohar Kodesh tells us when Shabbos entered, the negativity, all the negativity, was separated, was removed. Because as we learned in the previous year, based on, again, based on Rabbi Nezal's explanation in chapter 54, the, the Koya Hamedame rests especially upon those who learn halacha. Because we explained the whole concept of the limit of halacha requires this biur hamedame, this being able to, to know, to select good from bad, right from wrong, and be able to know what can be compared to what and what cannot be compared to something else, even though it could look comparable. It looks the same as that, but it's not. It's something completely different, and therefore the halacha is different. Shehein Bechina Shisha Sidre Mishnah. This Shoina Halachois is associated with the Torah Shabalpeh, the six sections of Mishnah. Bechinas, which the Zohar Kodesh tells us, are basically Osur, Mutur, Kosher, Uposel, Tomei, Vitohar. All the Mishnahis of Shas are generally involving these, these three types of debates. Shehein Bechina Sheishis which correspond to the six days of the week. Kayodua, as is known in the Zohar Kodesh. The Zohar Kodesh compares the Shisha Sidre Mishnah to the six days of the week, these six types of Machlaikas. Because in the six days of the week also, you have right, left. Sunday is on the right side, Sunday is Chesed, Monday is Gvura. 
Tuesday is Tiferes. Tiferes is a combination of Chesed and Gvura. Then Wednesday is on the right side. Wednesday is Netzach. Thursday is Choyd on the left side. And so on and so forth. Vishom Iker Achiza Samedame. And it's by the Shoina Halochis. It's in the Torah Shabalpeh. <coughs> in the Mishnah, these six aspects of Mishnah, that's where the Medame is most powerful. Hainu Bohora Shemaurovsham. The Medame is attached to the negativity that's mixed in over there. Shehubachinas Osur, the Tome. That's the that left side, the forbiddenness, the the, the puzzle, the tome. <coughs> And therefore, a Jew has to work very hard during the six days of the week to clarify and refine the good from the bad, the kosher from the apostle, Torah from Tomei, in order to subdue and suppress and defeat the negative aspects of Medame. And the Gemara tells us, a person who works hard on Friday, Friday here meaning the six days of the week, that person will have what to eat on Shabbos. Because by a person doing what they're supposed to do during the six days of the week, working on this Biro Hamedame, through that, the person is to the holiness of Shabbos. She'oz hu bitul hamedame legamri. On Shabbos, the medame is eliminated completely. Ki oz b'Shabbos yispordu kol po'yale oven. Because the Pasuk says when, it come, when Shabbos comes, all the negative forces separate themselves, remove themselves completely. Ki b'Shabbos ein shum shlita l'koyach hamedame. On Shabbos, the Koyach HaMedameh has no power. Ki hu shoyre rak al pi shayna halochais. Because Rabbein, as I'll explain over there on the Kutimran, the Koyach HaMedameh rests on those people who are shayna halochais. Shehim b'china sheishis me'achol, which corresponds to the six days of the week. Aval b'Shabbos, ein lo yishum achiza. Whereas on Shabbos, the Koyach HaMedameh has no power. Ki oz hu kuloi koydesh, kuloi toiv. Because then, <coughs> because then, it's pure holiness, pure goodness on Shabbos. V'alkein iker hazivuk hubalel Shabbos daika. And this is why the holiest time for husband and wife to be together is on Friday night. Ki oz yecholon lizkois lezikorin. Because then they can be zoiche to this zikorin dikdush. Shehu bechinas ben zochar which is associated with a male child. Question in the chat, a very delicate question, dangerous question. Is Rav Nosenzal implying <coughs> in any way, and are we supposed to believe that girls are born if the husband and wife don't sanctify themselves enough? And what will happen if everyone is so holy that is so holy that only boys are born? Maybe that's what they meant to say. The answer is chas v'shon. Chas v'shon. You have to be very, very careful 
This is something that's written in, in the introduction to the writings of the Arizal and the Zohar Kodesh, Sifrei Kabbalah, that when we're talking in, in, in Kabbalah, in Hasidus, you have to be extremely careful not to use your logic. Not to say, if A plus B is C, then that means that X, Y, Z, so... No, 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 it's not always the case at all. We're being shown here, we're being shown here that certain, and, and again, and if everybody were perfect, we wouldn't have any girls, the, the, the world would shut down. There'd be no Jewish nation. He's, we're being shown here how certain things are more to the right, certain things are more to the left. Left. Certain things lean more towards Zohar, certain things lean more towards Nekeva. <clears throat> and within that, there's negativity and there's positivity. The Midah of Gvura. We know we say, Hashem, please be nice to us. Please, Chesed, Chesed, Chesed. But we know we don't want Hashem to remove the Midah, to eliminate the Midah of Gvura completely because then the world would cease to exist and we would cease to exist. You need both. You need Chesed and Gvura. We need boys and we need girls. <coughs> the the Rabbein shows there that this concept of Biror Hamedame leans towards Zikor and Dikdusha, which leans towards a Ben Zohar. There are certain communities where when a male child is born, it's a big celebration. When a, when a female child is born, there's little celebration or no celebration. We, we don't support that ideology. We know there is a certain benefit. We know that in terms of the laws of inheritance, the Torah tells us that a male child inherits the, the father and, and on a certain standard level, the girls don't because the girls are marrying out. The, the girl doesn't retain the father, the, the name of the family that she was born into. She takes on her husband's name. So there are differences. There are differences between male and female. There are certain advantages that each one has over the other one. However, we're being taught, we're being shown here that this, this goes, A, A leans towards the right side, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But not to chas deduce that therefore, if a girl is born, it implies that there wasn't this Birur Hamadama, there wasn't this Zikar and Dikdusha, because there could be many, many factors that determine what type of child is born. But we're being taught, we're being given knowledge to be able to understand what, what leans towards the right, what leans towards the left, what goes on during the weekdays, what goes on on Shabbos. Here again, if there's a Leil Tvila during the weekdays, we wouldn't say, no, 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 let's wait till Shabbos because Shabbos is much more important. We need to know that Leil Tvila is an overriding factor. The night that a woman goes to, to the mikvah. So there's, we're, we're being given information, a lot of information. And a person needs tremendous knowledge and experience and shimush chachpim to be able to know exactly how do we apply this information. And now we understand also why when the Torah speaks about observing Shabbos, it uses the term Zohar. Remember the day of Shabbos to sanctify. What, what does remember have to do with it? Keep Shabbos, keep the law. What's Zohar? 
Zohar Daika. That word is used there very specifically. Shabbos hu hachnoas because Shabbos is a time when the medame is suppressed and subdued and eliminated completely. Hu and that's synonymous with holy zikoroim. Bechinas la'adbeko machshafta bi'almadosikanam. As Rabbi Nezal quotes the Zohar Kodesh in the beginning of their chapter 54 in the Kudimran, the concept of a person attaching their thoughts to the future world. Ki Shabbos hume'einodam haba. Because Shabbos is referred to as a taste of the future world. Vezeu bechinas zochreu me'echad Shabbos. And this explains also why the Mechilta tells us that it's important to remember Shabbos from Sunday, <clears throat> to start thinking about the coming Shabbos from Sunday. So when a person is shopping, they're looking around, they see something beautiful, oh, I'm going to buy it and, and reserve it for Shabbos. Ki Shabbos hu bechinas oilam haba, because as we mentioned, Shabbos is oilam haba. And the six days of the week correspond to this world, the physical, materialistic world. And this is why the Torah warns us to remember Shabbos, to start thinking about Shabbos from Sunday, from the day one. Look at the word that's being used. Remember. Remember. It doesn't say go shopping. It says remember. Because what this is really all about is remembering my purpose in this world, my mission in life. My mission is Olam Haba. On Shabbos, I experienced Olam Haba. Shabbos is over now. Sunday is beginning. I'm looking forward to Olam Haba. My focus is getting to the next Shabbos. Looking forward to the next Shabbos. Looking forward to Olam Haba. Hainu lizgores Olam Haba. Shubchina Shabbos. Me'echot b'Shabbos. To remember all of that from Sunday. Hainu ba'olam haze. Sunday means this world. Remember, the six days of the week represent this world. So that even while we're living in this world, we're never forgetting. We're always conscious. We're always living for the future, for the next world. Because Olam Haba is referred to as a day which will be only Shabbos. Now we have different days. Over there, it'll be wall-to-wall Shabbos. Gam, in addition, Iker hazikoroin alidei tikun ho'ayin. Rabbein Zal explained over there in chapter 54 in the Kutimran that a major factor in being zilcha tezikoroin digdusha is perfecting the eye. Alidei sheshoimrem atzmon meira'ayin. By a person being very careful to avoid ra'ayin. <coughs> As we expounded on this in the previous year. And in addition, a person wants to be very careful to, to guard their eyes from that my eyes shouldn't fool me. A person's wearing dirty glasses, or a, person, a person's eyes are crusted, they're looking, they see something, 
They think it's X, but it's not, it's really Y. Clean your glasses or clear your eyes <clears throat> and you'll see it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, it looked like that, but it's not. It's not really that. It's really something else. As Rabbi Nezal expounds on this over there in chapter 54. And Shabbos is especially associated with perfecting the eyes, the vision. Ki Shabbos hu shin bas. Because the Zohar Kodesh tells us the word Shabbos is made up of two parts. The letter Shin, which has three heads, corresponding to the three colored parts of the eye. And Bas is the pupil, the pupil of the eye. The dark little ball is called Bas Ayin. Hu Bas Ayin. of become upon him, as Rabbeinazal quotes this Zohar Kodesh in several places. In chapter 13, 30, and in chapter 67, in the second half of the Kutimran, Vialkeinom Rabbi Seinazal, and this is why the Gemara says in Shabbos, page 113, that during the six days of the week, if a person takes large steps, it will subtract, it will detract one five hundredth of the person's vision. But the, the Gemara says, you have the ability to restore that, to fix that, on the Kiddush Friday night. Nimtza, we conclude therefore, that Shabbos is a time when a person's vision is being improved and corrected and repaired. And this is related directly to the Kiddush cup that's being used on Friday night, the cup of wine. Shamra by by the Gemara says in of boy that it's important when the person is making Kiddush, the one who's making Kiddush and those who are listening to look into the wine, to look at the wine of the Kiddush. Ki oz because during the Kiddush Friday night, that's a special time that the eyes are being cured and healed. As the Gemara says, You restore anything that's lacking in your vision through the Kiddush on Friday night. And this explains why we said that on Shabbos, you're zoichet to this rim to remember what you need to remember and to defeat the Madame, because as Rabbein Azal says over there in the beginning of that chapter on the Quran, that this Zikoron Dikdusha is dependent on purity of the eyes. As the Pasuk says, speaking about Tefillin, Zikoron between your eyes. And as Rabbi Nezal again expounds on this over there in the Kutimaran. And the main way that we improve and repair our eyes on Shabbos is through that Kiddush on Friday night. And this is why the Zohar Kodesh tells us that if you follow the Nusach Sfarad, you'll see that in the Kiddush there are exactly 70 words. In Yom Hashishi and the Bracha are 35 words, 
And then the final bracha has 35 words. Ki ha-kiddish hu-tikun Because the Kiddush on Friday night is a major repair and improvement of the eye. V'zehu zochor es yoyim ha-shabbos and this is why the Gemara learns out the mitzvah of making Kiddush Friday night from this Pasuk, remember to sanctify the Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Zochrei walayayin. How do I remember? Over the blessing of wine. Kial yidei hayayin shol Kiddushu tikan hoayin al yidei zeh Because through that wine that's being used for Kiddush, which is the repair of the eye, again, the 70 words of the Kiddush, and also the word yayin itself is bigimatria 70. That helps the person be to this holy zikoroin. Because by making Kiddush on Friday night, a person is drawing upon themselves the holiness of Shabbos, which is a taste of the future world. Which is this concept of, of attaching your mind to the future world. And we reject and push away and eliminate the medame, which is prevalent and attached to the six days of the week. And that's why the Gemara says this is a repair for one's vision. Remember, over wine specifically. I'd like to add a little bit of spice here. We're coming off like Boimer, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal, the Zoyer Kodesh. My Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld said a few beautiful chidushim on this, related to this paragraph. Number one, the Gemara says that taking large steps during the week will detract, will remove one five hundredth of a person's vision, and it's restored through the Kiddush of Friday night. In this paragraph, we focus on the wine that's used for Kiddush. Wine is 70, the 30, which is ayin, the 35, the 70 words of the Kiddush, <clears throat> and the Birur Hamedam, etc. But it's also brought that the, 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 the Zohar Kodesh recommends that a person should light two candles Friday night, one for Zohar, one for Shomer. The Hebrew word for candle is Ner. Two times Ner is, five, ner is 250, two times Ner is 500. And therefore, when a person is making Kiddush on Friday night, during the Yom Hashishi, you're supposed to look at the candles, at those two candles, which are this fi- these 500 units of holiness, which can restore anything that's lacking from these 500 units that was caused by the large steps during the week. Now, we talked also about Kiddusha. In the previous paragraph, we spoke about Kiddusha, purity, holiness, which is also very much related to the eyes. <clears throat> it's brought, the Arizal brings, that in, in, uh, in Kaddish, when we say Kaddish, a person says Kaddish for someone who passed away, it says Yisgadal V'Yisgadash. The second word is V'Yisgadash. The Arizal says that the word V'Yisgadash is made up of two parts. 
it has the Shin Dalet Yud in it, Hashem's name Shin Dalet Yud, which is a name of Hashem that's associated specifically with Tikkun Abris. There's a Pasuk, Hashem says, Ani Kel Shakai, pray or obey. I am the Hashem Shakai, reproduce. Reproduce, bring children into the world. That's what we're speaking about here. And the remaining letters are Tav Kuf. Tav Kuf is 500, and 500 is the milui of the Shem Shakai, the Arizal says. When you write this name of Hashem, each letter as, the, as a word, the way you pronounce it, Shin, Shin Yud Nun, Dalet, Dalet Lamed Tov, Yud, Yud Vav Dalet, the milui, the filled out part, the Yud Nun of Shin is 60. The Lamed Tov of Dalit is 430. 430 and 60 is 490. The Vav Dalit of Yud is 10. 490 plus 10 is 500. So that this number 500 is associated with Kedusha, Yiskadash, <coughs> with Kedusha, with Shakai, with, 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 with what we were speaking, Tikken Hoinayim, the purity of the eyes, repairing of the eyes. Any questions? Paragraph Dalit. And with this we could understand again the concept of teachings want teaching Torah, father teaching Torah to the son and to the grandson. As the Pasuk says clearly, Because as we learn throughout here, each and every Jew has to purify themselves in the area of the bris in order to be to the, this pure zikorim, this ben zochor, to refine that koyach hamedame, to separate the good from the bad, utzrichen levarer hazikoro in shubchines ben zochor bebiror achar biror, and Rav Nosson stresses this is not a one-shot operation. This term biror refinement is a process, refining and further refining and further refining. Ki lizkois lezikoro in utzrichen lahachnia uleshaber shnei because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likutim Ran, for a person to be zoichet to this zikoroin dikdusha requires defeating two things. Number one, hainu l'shaber b'chinas ra'ayin, to defeat, to destroy the ra'ayin, v'yachakach l'shaber koyach And even if a person succeeded in defeating the ra'ayin, the ra'ayin is something that's all bad. They still have to address the koyach hamedame to, to defeat the koyach hamedame. Shehu gamkein pegam ho'enayim, which is also a form of something that weakens the eyes, that harms the eyes. Ve'elu hashtei klipois heim bechinas train anonin demechasyan alainim, and these two klipois, the ra'ayim and the koyach hamedame, they 
are what, what the Zohar Kodesh refers to as the two clouds that cover a person's eyes. That's the terminology used in the Zohar Kodesh. Shehein bechinas orlo demechafial bris kadisha. And the Zohar Kodesh explains that this also refers to the klipas, the coverings, the orla, the two orlas that cover the holy bris. Shehein shtei klipas shemach, which are two klipas, and the way that we defeat both of these klipos at a bris mila is by performing two operations. A, a, the chituch, the cutting away of the arla, and the priya, which is the folding over of the skin to reveal the atorah, to reveal the crown, as it's called. <coughs> Because the cutting away of the Arla, that corresponds to cutting away and defeating completely the Ra'ayin, which is something that's referred to as all bad. That's the first step in the operation. The Milo, or the Chituch, as it's called. And the Arizal explains that when we perform that first step of the bris mila, <coughs> the chituch, by doing that we reveal 40, 70 lights, mal oirois. The word mila is mal yudke. It's associated with Hashem's name yudke and this 70. Ki mal begematria ayin. Because Mem Lamed is Bigematria 70. So by performing the first step of the Bris Mila, we defeat the Ra'ayin and we're to connect to the Toivayin. Shehu Bechinas Tikana Bris, which is the concept of purity in Bris, which is dependent on the eyes. Kamashikosov, as we say in Kriyashma, be careful not to follow the wrong thoughts of your heart and not to follow the wrong type of looking with your eyes, which you're drawn to, so that you will remember, so that you'll be zoichet to zikor in the through removing that part of this, the bris that has to be cut away completely, which is the which represents something that's totally bad, ra'ayin. Through this, we're to toivayin, which is the concept of mila, bechinas tikana bris, bechinas yosef, who is called alei ayin. When Yaakov Avinu gives Yosef Atzad the Brocha, he refers to him as Aleiayin, the the eye, the high level eye. V'yachakach tzrichem lefroya, and after the mohel removes that that part of the skin that has to be cut away, he has to do the priya. Upriya zebechinas biror hamedame. This second step, the priya, represents the refinement of the medame. We tear that thin membrane that's still covering the bris, and we fold it over, we cover it. 
This corresponds to that power of medame, that imagination, that fantasy that rests and covers the pupil of the eye. Shehubechinas atoro de bris, which corresponds to the crown of the bris. The zoyer kodesh show the correspondence between different parts of the body and how it relates to the spheroids, how it relates to the bris kodesh. <coughs> so the eyes and the bris are very much connected. Utsrichen lekroya uleshaber ho'erazer, and therefore the moil has to tear and break that skin, that membrane, to pull it away from the bris, from the bris kadisha, from the holy bris, in order to reveal the crown, by defeating that second klipa, the, the medame, which is represented by the skin of the priya, that skin that's not cut away completely, it's torn and folded over. <coughs> and in order to be to produce a holy child, to produce a holy son who is associated with this zikoroin, this remembrance, it's accomplished through the refinement and purification of that droplet from which the child is produced to refine it from both klipas that we're discussing here. Mira'ayin u They represent these two major forces in the Sitrachra, Esav and Yishmoel, Shehem train anonen demechasen alaynen. The Zohar Kodesh says they are these two clouds that cover the eyes. Shehem shtea klipas anal. V'alkein Avraham yotzamem ala Yishmoel. Yitzchok yotzamenu Esav. Yaakov hoysamitose shleima. Now we understand how the Jewish nation first came into being. It required Avraham, Yitzchok, and Yaakov. Avraham Avinu <coughs> still had a Yishmoel that came from him. A Yitzchok Avinu still had an Esav that came from him. It's only Yaakov Avinu who was number three. By him, all the children that he produced were all pure and holy. Ki ad Yaakov nizbarer hazikoren dikdusha bebiror Because until we get to Yaakov Avinu, the holiness is going through refinement and another refinement. Ki Avram Avinu was the first one who started broadcasting faith in Hashem to the world. Shehu That's another term for this zikoren digdusha. To remember that the world didn't come into existence by itself. There's a creator. And he created it for a purpose. That this world is a, an entranceway. It's a hallway leading into the future world. Avram Aminu was revealed and taught the world that they should throw away, throw over their shoulder all the foolish, silly desires of this world, the materialistic desires, 
and to remember very, very well what our real future is. And attach our thoughts to the future world, to focus on that. And because Avram Avinu was really the first who drew this Zikaron Nikdusha and broadcasted it to the world, Therefore, it required refinement through the Ben Zohar, one level of refinement in Yitzchok Avinu, another level of refinement going down to Yaakov Avinu. Whereby the Madama was refined from these two Klippos, Esav and Yishmashem, Esav Yishmoel, Shem Train Anonim Chasarayim, the two clouds that cover the eyes, Shem Bechinas Ra'ayim, they are this Ra'ayim, the Koyach Hamedame, they are the concept of Ra'ayim and Koyach Hamedame, Shem Poigmenes Ra'ayim, which damage the eyes, Shaydeze Nifkama Zikorin, and when the eyes are damaged, the Zikorin is damaged. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu, who came about as a result of a complete refinement from these two Klippos, this explains why all of his children were all pure, called, referred to as a complete bed. And because of the fact that these Avram Yitzchok Yaakov, their mission was to draw, bring this Zikoroin Dikdusha to the world, to remind people about Hashem, about Olam Haba. <coughs> Therefore, these Tzadikim were Zoycha to this Zikoroin, Venisha Zichram Kayom Ledoire Doirois. And the, their remembrance remained in the world for generations to come. Bechinas, as it says in the Pasuk, look at this Pasuk, look at the exact wording of the Pasuk. V'zochati es brisi Yaakov, v'afes brisi Yitzchok, v'afes brisi Yaakov. I will remember my covenant with, with, with Yaakov, with Yitzchok and Avram. Es brisi Yaakov, Yitzchok and Avram, exactly. Vizokhati Daiko, look at the choice of words in the Torah. Hashem says, I will remember. He could have said, I will love them, I will I will respect them, I will remember. Vizokhati Daiko. Kihem Gilu Hazikorin Boilam. Because these Ovoisakdoshim, they were the ones who revealed and broadcasted this message. Remember, remember where you came from, remember where you're going, remember what your purpose in life is. Don't get distracted. Don't forget. Because that was their mission statement, therefore they were zikha that, that their remembrance remained for generations. They are remembered for generations to come. This is the concept of a male child which a person is zochet to by keeping this zikorin pure. Ki ben zochor hu gam Because a male, a child, is also an aspect of zikorin. Ki bonov 
Because it's through a person's sons that that person is remembered for generations. Remember, the sons are the one who carry on the family name, the name of the father. Because each and every single one of us, just like what Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov did, each and every single one of us on our level has to try to accomplish the same thing, to, to refine the droplet from which children are going to be produced from these two klipos. And therefore, one of the most powerful things that helps us accomplish this refinement is when a person has a son and a grandson. Because a father, son, grandson corresponds to the aspect of Avram Yitzchok Yaakov. And it's through them that we have this bureau of the Zikorin from both Klippois. And this is why it's so important for a father to teach Torah to his son and to his grandson in order to enlighten them about the Torah. The Torah is the book of Zikorin, the book that reminds us about Hashem and what we're in this world for. In order to refine the, the, the son and the grandson from this negativity of the Medame. Because it's the father that has the greatest obligation <coughs> to refine his son and grandson from these two klipois, and to infuse them with this holy zikoroin, which is, which is the concept of knowledge of Torah. Any questions? Baruch Hashem, we'll hold it over here. We still have at least one more shir on this topic, on this halacha. Rav Nosanzal still will make things clearer and clearer. We crossed the line of Lag Boimer. Now we're going into the final stretch leading up to Shavuos. We should be zorcha to make every day count with Simcha, with Torah, with, with Zikor and Dikdusha. Be zorcha to the Geula Shleim of the Zohar Kodesh says in one place that Pesach is the beginning of the Geula. Shavuos is the culmination of the Gula. Halavai, halavai, we should be so to see it this year. We should be so to see it today or at the right time, it's a shame.